The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion, and the latest around the Broncos as the season continues. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter, where today on the podcast. Boy, you know, we talked about, has this Broncos team hit rock bottom yet on the season and this, this downward spiral with what they've been going through from the quarterback situation to uh, losing games to injuries to just about everything you could think of with this team, the ownership situation and a GM that seemingly can't pick some good talent. Uh, no, we <laughs> continue to spiral downward as Joe Flacco is now out for this upcoming week and potentially for the near future. Brandon Allen gets the start. We're going to discuss that move and what it means for the Broncos and why not drew lock. We'll discuss that coming up on the podcast, but First, our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Chef Andrea Varela and that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair is just tremendous. Head on over there to Tap 14 on the web. That's tap14.com. Tap14.com. So, Drew Locke remains the, well, non option for the Denver Broncos as they go with Brandon Allen and it appears at least, again, not official yet, but it appears Brett Rippon is uh, going to be the guy for the Denver Broncos and uh, backing up Brandon Allen as, uh, look, this is a Denver team that, to be quite honest, uh, the season is over, and I think most people knew about that. So it now begs the question of why aren't you prepping for 2020? And I think most people wonder what is now the question or, or what is the answer to the question of what is best for this team moving forward. Is it Drew Locke starting as soon as possible? Is it Drew Locke redshirting the entire year? Is it Drew Locke even at all? Is it Joe Flacco for 2020? Because let's not forget that restructuring of the deal kind of makes you think and wonder that this is a Broncos team that likes to see Drew uh, Joe Flacco as the starter for 2020. There's a lot to unpack here, and I'll tell you this. The biggest thing that I have always felt is that you should play the rookie and that the idea that you could kill this guy's confidence or throw him to the wolves and that he can't react. I tell you what, if you are killing a guy's confidence for one start behind a bad offensive line, that guy doesn't have the mental fortitude to be a franchise quarterback anyways, okay? That's not a guy who I want leading my city or my franchise into the fire. This guy has to be mentally strong the moment he steps out of college. That's the way it works in the NFL. And if for some reason that one game where he gets crushed is going to destroy him and he doesn't learn from that game, he wasn't franchise quarterback worthy anyways. And quite frankly, I think you could figure it out pretty quickly. I think this is a Denver team that needs to be playing Drew Locke. I think it's a total mistake to deal with this Brandon Allen situation. I, I think the bigger question here for me is, is Drew Locke healthy? Is he healthy? Because if he is, he should be seeing the field, period, end of story. And as as uh, Vic Fangio said yesterday, 
It's not so much a health issue. It is more so much a he hasn't practiced. He hasn't played. He hasn't done anything since week three of the preseason. I don't care. Put the kid out there if you have an opportunity, at least as the backup, and see if you can get this guy some reps in practice with the starters because Brandon Allen is not your future. Drew Locke is, whether sink or swim. And you've got to start figuring out what this kid is. I'm so tired of the kick the can down the road mentality of, well, maybe, probably not this year for Paxton Lynch. Maybe, but probably not. Okay, well, he's he's a project, so we're going to give him a second year, and we're going to start to kick that can down the road. At some point, push the kid in the pool and see if he can swim. Because you know what? If he can, great. If he can't, you're not wasting time. Because this kid is going to show some, uh, he is going to, Flash some potential if he has it, even in bad performances. Even even in a game where he goes 17 to 34, two picks, fumbles the ball. There are opportunities in those 17 completions where you could see some arm talent. You could see some moxie. You could see some playmaking ability. You could see the idea of like, okay, that future looks a little bright. This kid can do things that other players can't and other quarterbacks that we've had on this roster cannot. You've got to figure out. And the only way to actually figure it out is to put the kid out there. I'm just, I'm, if Joe Flacco goes on IR this year, and again, not official, but if he does with that herniated disc and Joe and Drew Locke never sees the field, I will be so disappointed in this Broncos organization because of the idea that this is your golden opportunity now, finally, to potentially See what Drew Locke has to offer, and it opens the window on a window that generally, for the most part, Joe Flacco has closed. A lot of the veterans in that locker room, I don't think, would have been down with the idea that Joe Flacco is playing well and then gets benched for Drew Locke. Now this injury opens up a new door for you, and to to be able to not walk through that door because of your own well-thought being is just... Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. And um, look, Brett Rippon, kid looks all right, I guess, in practice. Uh, Nothing tells you that this kid can can actually play in the big leagues. And now you are one hit away from him seeing the field. And of course, Brandon Allen, who has never seen NFL action at all either. Uh, This has just gotten to, to be such a dreadful situation for the Denver Broncos that is continually haunting them. Post Peyton Manning, you know, post John Elway, it was not great, but at least you had stability. At least you knew and you lined up that Brian Greasy was going to be your guy. And since Peyton Manning, boy, it is just a roulette wheel. They thought it was going to be Brock Osweiler. He walked out on them. Trevor Simeon was your stopgap to get to Paxton Lynch. Trevor Simeon wasn't very good. Paxton Lynch didn't pan out. Then you dealt with Case Keenum. Then you dealt with Joe Flacco and the bridge to try to get to Drew Locke. And now you won't even put Drew Locke out there. Even as a backup over Brett Rippon, would be very disappointed if that's the official news that comes down. Would be very, very disappointed. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by our friends over there at Tap 14. Of course, the Broncos, look, trade deadline coming up today as well, too. I'm going to talk about that and who should be dealt next. So, again, welcome back to the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 
Colorado distilled spirits. So trade deadline. Should the Denver Broncos move people? Yes. Are they going to move people? I don't believe so. That is kind of where my gut feels. And believe me, I got a big gut. It just doesn't seem like there's a big market for Chris Harris Jr. You know, you could be looking at a third round compensatory pick coming back. So that's really your asking. That's where you start. That's where the discussion starts. Now, I think a, and this is just crafting, brewing up in my brain, something around the idea of Chris Harris Jr. and maybe like a fourth round, fifth round pick in exchange for a second round pick maybe is a little bit more appealing to somebody, but I just don't know if somebody's going to deal a second round asset to get a guy in Chris Harris Jr. who, again, expiring contract, you don't know if he's staying long term. But Chris has been very adamant in this in the idea that he does want to stay a Bronco. So, look, if the if the Broncos want to keep Chris Harris Jr. long-term in a contract, they're going to have to also deal him some cash. They're going to have to really move around some money and um, pay him at the end of the season. That's also to pair with the idea of paying Justin Simmons and potentially some of these other one-year left contract guys. You know, what's Denver going to do with Adam Gatsas? What's Denver going to do with... Derek Wolf, you know, Derek Wolf has been playing very, very well. A couple sacks lately, a forced fumble in the previous game against the Colts. This is a guy who high motor, still playing well post-injury and is kind of one of those uh, attitude, uh, just one of those good guys to have on a football team on defense. And, um, you know, could Denver be looking at the idea of, you know, moving one of these guys? You know, certainly that could be the case. Now, um, official word coming down, and this, of course, from Ian Rappaport of uh, NFL Network. Uh, of course, you can follow him on Twitter, Rap Sheet. Uh, Broncos quarterback Joe Flacco is getting a second opinion from Dr. Jack Kelly, but based on the initial read, he could be out as long as five to six weeks, sources said. Surgery is un- unlikely, and his career is not in jeopardy. However, D- Denver does have a roster decision to make. Five to six, five to six weeks, of course, means, hey, well, at week 10, that's basically the entirety of the year. So you look at the idea of saying, okay, Joe Flacco going on IR. Now you free up a spot. Uh, there are going to be opportunities for Denver to maybe move some things around and maybe Drew, Drew Locke does see the field. Uh, but boy, to, to hear the idea that Brett Rippon could very, it's trending towards, maybe that's the best way to put it, trending towards uh, Brett Rippon as the backup. It's disappointing to hear. It's very disappointing to hear because if it was uh, me calling the shots, it would be Drew Locke. And uh, this is a team that's got to figure out what they got in the kid for 2020 because, boy, uh, this is a a critical offseason where Denver's going to have a high pick to try to figure out what they want to do with this team. And you don't want to go into the offseason with any sort of question mark with the idea of, Maybe we need a quarterback. Drew Locke is either going to show you that he can be a guy or he is completely incompetent. It is one or the other. And if Drew Locke shows you that he can flash something, you don't have to worry about the quarterback position and you're just building around him. If he shows you that, boy, he just looks like a complete disaster, now you sit in the same spot that you sat in always. That's the fact that, look, you may still want to draft a quarterback because at this point, That's where we're at right now if you're the Denver Broncos with the idea that you still don't know. And if Drew Locke were to go out and play bad, maybe it justifies the idea that more so than at least you kind of know, we still kind of need a quarterback. It's the same mindset, 
but yet you have the opportunity to figure out if he could be the guy or at least show potential. It is so mind-boggling that this team just continually kicks the can down the road and wastes another season on this uh, idea that, look, we need to redshirt him because he's just not ready. Uh, we don't want to destroy his confidence. Screw confidence. He either has it or he doesn't. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. He either has it or he doesn't. He's not going to learn the unlearnable type traits that a quarterback has, you know, after getting kicked to the curve or, or beaten down by, you know, such a vicious Cleveland Browns defense or whoever they got coming up in the future that you pit Drew Locke against. Obviously, Locke is not playing this week. But the point being is that this is a opportunity for the Denver Broncos to utilize uh, a a a microscope to, to look or, or to see into the future of what 2020, what 2020 on could look like. And yet they're not taking advantage of it because they're going with the conventional who's next in line. Mm. So disappointing. So disappointing. You can react with me on Twitter, of course, at Ronnie K radio. That's at R O N N I E the letter K radio. On Twitter, of course, one of the uh, big things with the Denver Broncos coming up will be the trade deadline. You can find more uh, info at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com and the all-new Mile High Sports mobile app that's free for Apple and Android. Of course, with Mile High Sports, we'll have all kinds of coverage on the Broncos trade deadline and what they got going on. And, of course, we'll have a podcast recorded for that as well, too. But if you want to check out previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast, be sure to check it out at milehighsports.com. We are all done for this podcast edition, a quick one that uh, involved, hey, quick recap. Joe Flacco, likely out five to six weeks. IR, very much a possible destination. Brett Rippon, trending as the backup. Drew Locke, still on the sidelines. Don't know why. That's kind of what it boils down to, a 10-second version of the podcast. All done. You can follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. And, of course, always with coverage at MileHighSports.com. Breaking news. Of course, all kinds of player profiles, interviews, discussions, three up, three down, and talk on the draft. That's at MileHighSports.com. It's MileHighSports.com. See you, all To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.